When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before Okay, so I was just looking at this. My snap camera is on, and so I have these oh. butterflies going around. And I'm, like, so vain that, like, honestly, I'm, like, trying to make myself look ugly, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to break the algorithm. It's been good. It's been good to have the snap camera because, you know, we're so sick of looking at our fucking faces. I have not looked at my face this much. Oh, my God. How about this one? Oh, wow. I, Max, the freckles look good. This is going to terrify you. No. Nope. Hi, Max. Uh-uh. It's the binky. It's the binky that I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> that's the thing that you have a problem with? <laughs> oh, yeah. The face match with your body. That's, that's Not great my body? for me. <laughs> it's so terrifying. Okay. <laughs> I will. Um, what is the one that's normal? Okay. Maybe I'll just do regular. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. This is normal. It's fine. You have to look it's at my not faces all the time. So, so I'll do. Um, we are here in studio today and uh, I'll play some sound effects. But we are uh, waiting for Veronica, the, the new podcast that everybody loves. Waiting for Veronica, um, which is the new title of this podcast. Uh, oh, you enabled share and I just fucking shared away. So wait, am I screen sharing? Stop. That's terrible. And you shouldn't oh, see wow. what's on my. You should. Oh, did you see good. everything that was there? I saw everything. You saw everything that, was there? You saw, I saw everything. <laughs> um, we're here in studio um, with our returning uh, guest who we very much love and we are winding down on this season. We knew we needed to have him back. Um, so I made sure that that happened. So give it up for Max Silvestri, everybody. <laughs> ah, no, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, thanks oh for having God. me back, Alice. It's really exciting. Yeah. Um, what to it, just what, be here with just you. Not yeah, just me. Veronica. Hey. Whoa. You forgot to acknowledge the audience. They get really upset. <laughs> it's so cool you do the warm up for them before you start recording. Yeah, like I do, all a little, your bits do a little close up magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had everybody do a 60s versus 70s dance off, which I thought was really fun. It's true. Um, I had a proposal. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's a big deal. My show. Um, oh, my God. I'm looking outside my window and I see I have like kind of a great view. Pretty famous. Um, and I see somebody has tented their house. So. For bugs. I have, a, I have a view of somebody's extermination going on, so that's cool. Um, you have a very bad day for those bugs. I looked I out do. my window when you said that as if I was going to see 
The same thing? The same thing. Because <laughs> I'm dumb. Spaceship Earth, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Max, how are you? What, what's been going on? Oh, I'm great. <laughs> I'm thriving. Every day is better than the last. Keep thinking I've hit the peak, and then I find out. <laughs> That the mountain's a little bit higher just ahead. So yeah, are I'm you ever good. like, am I dead? Because <laughs> this is heaven. <laughs> yeah, I'm being taught a long karmic lesson that's only for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm being taught a long Carmax lesson. And here's a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. What, is, what does Carmax do? Do they tell you that your mm. car is a lemon? Is it you buy cars or you just find out info about cars? Let me see. I have a little ad that I recorded with them that I can... Play, oh my god, see. they really are responsive. Yeah. CarMax, the only company that tells you when your car is maxed out. <laughs> they call you up and they're like, you gotta get out of that car, it's maxed out. And you're like, what does that mean? Maxed out? Like Max Silvestri, our guest today? Yes. Yeah. Nope. Actually, unfortunately, we mean like it's going to explode if you keep driving it. So we call you up and say, get out of that car. Your life is in danger. CarMax. <laughs> Oh, now I know. So I guess that's what they do. Um, I think it's uh, a, like a car sales website. Oh, OK. Um, welcome. Vero is in the studio. We didn't even do very much warm up without you here. So, oh, she already left. <laughs> I think okay. she missed a lot of good bits. Thank you. Thank you. We had the here. stuff about the, the outside. Um, stuff about the outside. The Carmack stuff, which we will keep referring to, and you will be totally lost. Oh, this is going to be a heavy on... We'll refer heavily on the jokes that we made in the four seconds before you're here <laughs> somehow. Ooh, look at somebody's been doing self-tapes. She's got a full face of normal lady makeup on. I am just so done with it. You can, you can definitely tell when your makeup is like more suited towards like commercial you know than normal veronica makeup or lack of makeup i'm just saying we all actresses we all know that commercial look oh like the difference between a commercial look versus like a tv audition like i would never wear this makeup look for an audition because you gotta have the contouring for the audition because i feel like if casting gotta with like normal makeup on they're like oh my god um Sorry, this is an actual infestation. I was just auditioning to be a dad in a yogurt commercial <laughs> who gets thrown out of the house for stuff that gets found on his computer. And oh. yeah, it was a really weird commercial, but this is the makeup I chose for it. Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, yeah. What? The co- the nuclear codes? Like what gets found on his computer? <laughs> just some just some bad stuff. The sort of stuff that if Maybe my wife, if I book it, uh, <laughs> gave me a chance to explain over a few hours with the benefit of a doubt, I could perfectly tell her why I have all these files in a folder I didn't want her to find. Is your real wife actually going to throw you out if you don't book it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She gave me a yogurt ultimatum. She's like, look, I don't care. Look, you yes. can book good cottage cheese for all I care. Uh, as long yeah. as you're booking dairy, pasteurized dairy. Book something! Get the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> book it or leave it you have a beautiful home i did not know this i didn't ex- i did not expect a beautiful home but this is a beautiful home and good look at that striped pillow what an adult pillow you know um, we've all been living with our zoom backgrounds and i uh did some rearranging <laughs> recently to create some more depth that's I, what i, I call I... my house <laughs> Your zoom you back- my zoom background, background. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to come over to my zoom background for the weekend <laughs> 
Uh, sorry, I got to chill at mine. Oh, okay. Totally None of these are working decorations. The pillows are filled with just newspaper. It's all <laughs> like set breaks. decoration, not usable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go to the like sofa and push it, it's just like a cardboard oh, fucking yeah, cutout. Yeah, so it's a perspective trick. Yeah. <laughs> this is a matte painting. I can just touch it. This is a all right. Ma- <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's so what is cool. your what's the, what was the beginning of this amazing space? By the way, I just spilled all of the coffee I didn't I wasn't able to drink yesterday on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm a frazzled as fuck. How are you yeah, guys doing? Well, we're not. Um, I'm a little. I'm chill. Max was just saying how happy he is that you know life is so great right now, just with all this stuff going on politically and with the um, with COVID. He loves it. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, vis a vis policy and uh, the conditions of people. I just <laughs> am feeling good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah you generally you worry about the conditions of people too. I was really worried <laughs> yeah. about like Texas and I was like, not the people in Texas. I was worried about Ted Cruz because uh, I'm like, he must be stressed. But then I saw he's going to Cancun and I was like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? Like when you just like need somebody to be able to relax. Yes. It makes you yeah. feel better to know that they're letting the steam out, that they're yeah. just going to be able to come back yeah. fresh. Because I exactly. kind of feel that deep rest is as important as deep work. You know, thank like you. if you don't step away. Yeah, I'm excited someone's taking my my relaxed time because what is happening with me is that I'm extremely busy trying to get a job. And then also all of my family is in Texas. It's amazing. Oh, my uh, God. So stressed <laughs> for you. So stressed for you. But imagine being the person who's responsible for your family. I know. <laughs> like they have to go. They ha- they really do have to go and chill. Like I didn't know uh, you had family in Texas. V. I have everyone in Texas. I've been oh. fucking stressed. Like my mom, I called her yesterday and it, I don't know if I have a curse because like I left Venezuela yeah, to avoid I all of this. I kind of feel like you do. I'm just like, how is this keeping happening? Is it gonna chase me across the globe? Should Wait, I move what to the Tokyo? What do the cards say about this? I don't. Uh, well, I actually was like uh, doing less cards and more like uh, just channeling, and I kind of got like, I was like, is my family okay? And I started asking like each person, just like trying to feel myself and see like. It sounds weird, but it's what I do. I just like I'm trying to like my makeup today. It, it sounds I, weird, but it's what I do. <laughs> I just... It's what I do. I just check in with myself and ask myself whether I know things that I couldn't possibly know. And then I respond to myself. And you know what? Answers do come. Are they true? <laughs> sure. If you believe I them, mean, they are. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, but I was asking, I do... I do this thing called bio check. sensitive to play that, but I did. Uh, it's okay. I don't feel. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel. You don't feel. I don't, I don't feel. You can only feel what other people feel via channeling. You can't actually feel. <laughs> via my body. Yeah. Whatever yeah, I feel, it's just like not available. Um, so, I, so no, my, my friend did a workshop on decolonizing her body, which is pretty amazing. And she taught me that you can ask your body things. Right, you told me about and, this. Yeah, so your body, I've been practicing it for like three, four weeks maybe uh, now. And so I asked my body, like, do you want to eat this? And my body's like, yes, no. So now I know pretty much like the yes and the no. But so yesterday I was like, can can we know if, if people I know and love are okay? Like, can we ask this? And then suddenly it was like, I asked, I have like 10 people in Texas who are my like my grandma, my uncle, my other uncle, my mom. So I asked about my mom and it was the only one that my body was like, no. And I was like, what do you mean? And so like, I know why you can't know about it. We're not going to tell you like, no, your mom is the only one who that, your mom is not. OK. 
Oh. And so I called her, even though I was like, I don't know if I'm uh, using her battery, her cell phone battery. Uh, and she was indeed not okay. She was just like, her voice sounded like she she was literally shivering. Her voice was like shivering. Oh. And she, I, she was just like, I'm not okay. And I'm like, what oh. is it? And she's like, I just want to leave this place. I don't feel good. I am. I'm, I don't know. This is horrible. And she was cold and sniffly, so they're with my grandma. And so I had to talk her through, like, making her feel better. Like, And it was hard. She was like, I just want to get out of here. I just moved here. My <sighs> mom, she's with my grandma, so everyone's stressed about my grandma. And she, so she's like, we have electricity, but the heaters work with water, and we don't have water because it's frozen. Yeah, right. Um, and so... And she was like, and I felt like someone laid on my bed last night and I don't know who it was, but I was scared. So I wanted them to go away. And so I, I was like, I'm pretty sure it was like my grandma or something. I don't know. You feel things. Um, I just didn't have the words to like calm her down. And I was like, can I send her something? Could I get her out of there? Like, could I yeah. do something? And right. there's literally nothing I can do. Um, no. Except book those self tapes. I mean. <laughs> you got to book them. You got to book the it's like the the busiest I've been also. So it's consistently I'm like, OK, now I have a moment to chill. My family's in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. it's like, ah, yeah. fuck. Use yeah. it. But Use it. I'm Use using it. I'm putting energy. it all into all the comedies. Now, I'm imagining yeah. like this sounds like the energy you need for a yogurt commercial these days. But unfortunately, <laughs> probably you're just getting like dramatic. You could play the wife that is just saying, if you ever come near my children ever again. <laughs> I'm going to so, put you in jail for the rest of your life. So intense. And so That's she's like, you have one minute to get whatever you can take with you. And what I go for is the Oikos. Is that really what fridge. it is? No, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't I have a fucking love that idea. Just like so intense. Just yeah. like, get the Dark. fuck out, Nathan. I don't want you coming anywhere near Kaylee ever again. I can get explain. Get your shit and go. Get what's most valuable to you and leave. And I get the Oikos here. I don't care what you take. Just take something and go. It's like, <laughs> peers into the fridge. Like, <laughs> real, real big shot of me looking at the uh, album of family photos and the Oikos <laughs> yogurt. Back to the album of family photos. Opens go up for the a yogurt. safe, looks at a pistol, closes the safe. <laughs> I got something to live for. He just checks different moments. He just checks the corner. Different Dude, I things. I buy that yogurt if that was a commercial. You know. I think so too. I think I'll buy it too. I don't know. I don't know what you have to do to like make this commercial. Stuff. That's oh where my I'm god, at. nothing makes me feel better. Oh my god. Really? You're a shopper too? You're a shopaholic? Um I I'm not like a shopaholic in that like I'm like, oh I it feels fun to shop. I get really worked up and I'm like the thing that's going to solve my life is like, oh, I just found out about a product. I need to like pick figure it out tonight and like it'll happen at like twelve thirty at night. I'll go into Amazon or or whatever yeah, and, and spend like a hundred dollars on like a weird. I bought this um, gooseneck iPad stand that can clip oh, onto anything, and it yeah. can just put your iPad right in front of your face. I was yeah. like, this is going to change everything. Yeah, this is. Did it? Is it like a the yes. kind where you wear it? <laughs> like a like a. Like I a, mean, it's like it's one step away from being cam. a neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it. It turns any place into a hospital bed. Like I <laughs> clipped it onto the back of the bed frame and it's just your, the iPad's floating four inches from your face and your hands free staring straight up with your head on a oh pillow. Oh my God. Um, it's really. You can be doing a Rubik's cube. You can pet two cats at once. Exactly. Like it's like the possibilities uh, now. 
What kind of music like, do we want for this? It's very obvious. Diving Bell and Butterfly. I'm just like, truly. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to live in a hospital bed? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> I was like doing the wrong energy for, <laughs> for a commercial. It's like, what? All right. All right. All right. Um, sick of holding up your iPad screen with your hands? Well, me too. That's why I got multiple gooseneck iPad holders for everywhere I go. Now I haven't lifted my hands in weeks, and my muscles are beginning to atrophy, just like I want them to. All right, that one fell apart. Sorry, guys. But we do have our ads done, so that's cool. That's, that's um, it's the kind of thing where, like, it, it's an improvising thing that is like, if you're not really having fun with it, it makes the other guests just uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, and it's nice that your sponsors have such confidence in you where they're just like, we want Alice and V to just play with it. You know, like, we're not going to give them the features we want them to mention or the. We will you not know. tell them the name of the company. <laughs> For what we do, we're CarMax. We tell you when your car is all maxed out, out when it's going to explode on the highway and when you need to jump out. So Alice knows that. Um, I like that you're just driving down the highway and you're like, who is this? And then you pick it up and it's like, it's maxed out. Get out right now. It's like the Matrix or whatever. It's just like totally the Matrix. duck down right now. <laughs> There's men at the door. Okay, okay great. I was watching a uh, car chase last night on ABC, like a really like helicopter one, ooh, and the ooh. guy got away. There was another car chase. He was at a red light doing something crazy, like all these cop cars around him. I think he was taking his shirt off. They're, I didn't know if he was going for a gun or trying to wave a white flag. Oh, and wow. then all the police cars pulled away and drove away because there was a worse chase going on somewhere else in LA. And then the guy just drove off. What Wait, a dream. Brilliant idea. What if you plan this out with a bunch of different friends of yours to do a bank robbery, get away, but then like quickly at the right time when the cops are getting close to your tail, somebody else does a bank robbery right next to you. And then the, all the cars have to go after that guy and you just do a chain oh, like, across wow. the city with your friends. This is a good idea for That's a, a very good idea. Yeah, it could be a movie and it's an original IP, so it will never get made. Well, there, there's a movie that came out that's only okay, uh, but I liked it, called Triple Nine, that is specifically about a bank robbery or some sort of heist right, timed to killing a shooting an officer, because that's a 999, and every cop will go after, like that goes on the radio, 999 officer down, and every cop goes. So it's basically like a synced up heist mm. to... Um, what? Shooting a cop. But you just have to you just have to shoot a cop for that to happen. Three nines and yes. a baby. Oh. <laughs> triple So it's kinda like three cops get killed, but a, a triple baby triple also. nine. I don't know. That doesn't make sense actually. Triple triple nine. <laughs> yeah. Or tri- uh tri- triple nine and a half. <laughs> triple nine I just don't know what but for some reason this is part of it. I mean, Tom Selleck and those two other guys, those are tens to me. That's how hot they are. Triple tens. That's what I call that movie. Jeez, those guys, they're chest hair. But those really hot cops get killed. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It's like, oh, he had so much to live for and it's cheekbones. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. 
you're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Um, we watched an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, I picked Max for this episode because, um, Veronica, will you look up the Netflix synopsis for me? I'm, I'm on a baby. Um, I picked uh, Max for this episode because, A, he's watched Star Trek before. <laughs> Some, a lot of our guests in the, in the next couple apps have not. Um, <laughs> but also, it's like a uh, weird... Uh, as a TV writer, it's a cool episode because it's like about this other set of people. It's a episode made to look at the crew from an angle, from a different angle, but you get to know this other like group of cast members of a different show that doesn't exist, which I fucking love. It's my favorite. So quickly too. Yeah. It's one of my top probably five episodes, I think of, of Star Trek, the next generation. So a form breaker, Uh, you might call it uh, a, is that what you'd call it? I wouldn't know. I've never written for TV before. <laughs> I've never said that aloud, so I don't know. No one's saying that to me. Okay, and this is TNG episode seven, no, season seven, episode 15, and this is called Lower Decks. Junior officers speculate on the reasons for recent unusual actions taken by the command crew near the Cardassian border. Border. Okay, we're like halfway through season seven. This is crazy. It's crazy <laughs> it's like it's, it appears as though if we just keep going <laughs> things it, what it does bit by bit bird by bird you know bit by bird um so yeah so this episode uh i can't find it my something's happening right now on my screen where like i scroll and it, the scroll is like way faster than normal so i keep like slightly hitting it and then it just flies oh so your fingers are too strong Uh oh <laughs> This is Uh-oh. how I be- if this is how I find out I become an Avenger. <laughs> Strange. Strange place. Okay, here it is. Um, Max, by the way, are you um so you had never seen this episode before? I don't think I ever have I don't think I had seen the last season and a half of the mm-hmm. next generation. Um so when I tuned in, I at first was like, are these people we've been meeting for a while? Like, is this am I plugging into this? This right, right, like, right. is That's this like is the last season where all the actors are too busy and they're like we want every other week off so introduce this like spinoff crew and that's why I was kind of like where's my Jean Luc where's my etc <laughs> um, I emailed you being like what is this but then as soon as yeah. I figured out what was going on of like oh no now now this is this is the uh, the people's history of Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation this is the your your Howard's in your look at let's. <laughs> Let's Space look at Howard's in. Yeah, it's time to look at what labor uh, feels about um, the new frontier. And I love it because I have been I mean, for this this episode for me is very satisfying as a fan because I've been watching this show for so long and there's so many unanswered questions. A, why does something crazy happen every week, every time there's an episode? Does that mean that like, you know, and so what is the passage of time? That must mean that like we're doing checking in with these people every week, every couple weeks. And then what happens in between that we quite don't frequently we're, we're checking in quite frequently and they always have some fucking drama. And I don't know how they're like the, the, the flagship, frankly, because they're always like 
yeah. running into some shit. Yeah. Um, they never are just discovering a normal, you know, but then you kind of like, but what's that show, right? When you plug into an episode, they're like, well, we just came from a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that where nothing happened. And also space is so big. There's so much exactly. nothingness and we're just the nonstop stuff. Yeah. You know, they're just in the right path. So you wonder about people they work with, the, the extras and stuff that come and go who are like, oh, seems like they're sending an away team. Who are they sending? Oh, the most important people on the bridge again. OK. All right. <laughs> let us know if we're ever needed. And so this is kind of like the time we get to check in with those people, which I think is really satisfying. Which is funny. It's funny because uh, I feel like the crew, like this is crew A, a right? Like, um mm. Then they must have like a secondary crew or something in case everyone that's important dies. Mm -hmm. I feel like crew B, C and D are always like getting ready. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Well, there's the alpha crew. This is true. There's an alpha shift, a beta shift and a, all the way to. What's the Seda Seda and then a delta shift. So there's like four different shifts that take crew and they and you see that you never see that happen as far as I know. In the rest of the series, the only time you see the shifts change over is in this episode. Yeah, I was so they were like, can I stay on for another shift that and the um, when you find out two guys share a room, mm -hmm. I was like, I, I, I can't believe this. What? I know. <laughs> I know. It's so it's so I don't know. It's like I, it makes me wish that there had been way more of this. But like that's sort of um, it's it, it feels like this episode is like their attempt at like modern TV, really. Because yeah. It's super modern to have like go into like other tendrils of, of, of parts of the, the world that you inhabit. And they just don't generally do that. Like they'll throw a party or they'll be like, we're having a huge concert tonight. And the people who attend are <laughs> the only people that you ever right. see. It's right. like, wow, this crowd is really insular. <laughs> but, but also like there used to be the fear, I think, on like broadcasts, especially that if you didn't have your like mm -hmm. star in the scene, every time you came back from commercial, people were going to be like, what is this? I don't care. You know, yeah. it's like you always needed to be living with the most famous person. And this yeah. one is really risky in that the cold open has no um, Patrick Stewart. He's like kind of dipping in at emotional moments. But, yeah. you know, it's really living with these these, these guys just struggling, just getting drunk in the bar, playing space chess, wondering about their bosses. So let's play that cold open. We've already checked in with um, Troy and with Riker. By the way, this is like a this is a pitch from from two freelancers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to hear this. Which they they took from they usually they consistently take pitch from people who are fans of the show or whatever. Mm. At this point, that's a really cool thing, too, Max. You don't maybe know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, at that, yeah, at that point, I think, like, the fans. I have a big enough, enough idea. <laughs> to, to do. Um, but I'm hiding. <laughs> She's shy. She's bashful about she it. She got a little shy. <laughs> yeah, be humble. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but the, they were in a time bind, so they actually had to take one of the... And the showrunners of one of the writers who've been there for a long time and they wrote it and it ended up being good because they never thought of doing uh, like an, a first person account from several people who are not usually in the observation lounge. Uh, so seven seasons into a show, we've already seen, you know, so many formats several times. This is like a, a cool new format for the entire. Yeah, I don't know. Just to explore right before they fucking go. Why not? They already and knew that and was it the last feels one. like it was written by or pitched by a fan of the show 
in the sense of like, we're so used to not knowing about these people who, Decisions. you know, it's almost it, seven seasons in, I imagine it was already, it was like a fan universe joke about, you know, the red shirts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which it is for us, even in this podcast, we've been like lower decks, lower decks. Even deck. here, fandom has reached us. Oh my God. In this, in this lower nether region. The real lower decks. What could be so funny? What's so funny about crew evaluations? Don't worry about it, Sam. Can't we just try and have a good time here? How can I have a mm. good time when my career's being decided across the room? <sighs> Think promotion. Promotion, promotion, promotion. Did you connect with this part, V? You can't really promotion. believe that what you're doing <laughs> will influence the outcome of your evaluation. Yes. I was like, just promotion, book it. Promotion, promotion, promotion. <laughs> book it, book it, book strategy it. Torque. The Vedics of the Janelin Order maintain around-the-clock chant for the benefit of the Bajoran people. You cross your fingers and you touch your temple. Your <laughs> what a dialect. Doesn't what does exactly she speak? Validate what he's doing. <laughs> Promote me, please, so I can make lieutenant. Hey, like, book role. me, please. He's crossing both things. Isn't that bad luck? quarters with me, then you should put in for It's like a, it's a lie over a lie on your temple. Right? Your temple. Just in case you're not promoted. <laughs> They're having an uproarious good time. The new night duty officer? Lavelle is an obvious candidate, but I'm also considering Ensign Cito. It's also interesting how much um, just administrative overhead these heroes of our show have. Yeah. Like, they just are a lot of, like, looking at performance reports. Yeah. Which, in the Army, wouldn't that be somebody else's job? Or maybe it wouldn't be. I mean, Max, you're the only one who's served. (laughs) I'm in the army now, so, um, uh, yeah. Um, Bit of an army brat. Yeah, I, I still move from town to town because I'm in the army. Um, I'm a brat, but not an army. They spend a lot of their downtime talking about these people that you think they would never have to think about. Though I guess these guys are high up. They're yeah. like the, on the bridge. They're in command. I mean, Lavelle, as we find out, Lavelle is in command training, which is why he's a red shirt as well. And Sito is in security. So they have to promote somebody um, to be the head of ops, I guess, which is like a combo job. Um, but it's like the night shift. So it seems <laughs> shitty. Yeah. I wouldn't want it. Oh, my God. Uh, but I guess everything's night. You're in space. Yeah. You know? Who cares? That's the big thing about space is it's night. You know? That's the truth. Yeah. I mean, once, once you're in space a while, you're like, what's night? <laughs> I, that's what you I was know? saying. Like, okay, so so you're just you're not gonna take the job because it's a night shift. Like, bitch, it's a fiction. Like, just don't believe the system. Whoa. <laughs> um, what are you, a guy on Twitter? <laughs> really just think it's the, the day. Fire. Just think it's the day. Get a sun lamp. You know, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Record your, your morning radio shows that you want to listen to <laughs> so that you, when you wake up at night, you can listen to them like it's morning. That's your favorite thing is, is to just laugh with the zoo crew or whatever. And you're okay, like, I don't want to okay, miss the zoo, on, crew. the zoo crew. is my favorite thing. Though uh, I guess I could go to bed listening to the zoo crew, but that feels crazy. Their energy is such a wake up energy. Oh, wait, I have to share sound again because I have a thing I yeah, need speaking to play of right now. Um, <laughs> Welcome back to TNG Engineering in the Morning. <laughs> We're here broadcasting live from the engineering deck of uh, Deck 7 of the USS Enterprise. Here's Johnny. Happy to be here. 
just like, oh man. And my uh, excuse me, Veronica- excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Can, can you How be a little going? quieter? Because it's actually it's actually twenty one hundred. Uh oh, twenty one hundred. It's twenty one hundred. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love it. <laughs> All right. Fuck is that? I was trying to pop in as a character called the Space Rat, who. Um, okay, here but, we go. But then all the accents I was thinking in my head felt. Um, I was trying to do a uh-oh, bad. Oh, we're hearing this? from. We're getting somebody. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh, who is it? It's the space. It's the space rat. What? What is that? It's not a warning. I give up on this bit. <laughs> this is why I couldn't. <laughs> I give up on bits consistently. It's too hard because of uh, the pressure of the voice. Yeah, Max will. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of these because I was I was doing a radio show when I was in Vancouver to do like I did a radio show just for the people inside of the quarantine. Oh, amazing. Um, and so I, I wanted, it was just people who, like a bunch of actors living in a building together, quarantining. And I tried to do a building wide broadcast and I kept <laughs> sending emails to the head of like the building staff and be like, could you please send this link to everybody in the building? Because it's a morning radio show for the people in the building. And they would just like laugh it off. But, but you were trying was, to do the yeah. you know, bubble time with Alice. This was one but, of uh, my, um, of course you want to be friends. I can't believe you're putting me in the friend zone. That's like the number one zone. Um, <laughs> I had to have some coach. Yes. <laughs> part of my, <laughs> my radio show. Uh, Turned a lot of people onto the show. So you're welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I, uh, if you didn't know our, our guest today, Max Silvestri, is a writer for many TV shows, very good ones, and currently writes on the show Big Mouth. Um, but he also is a stand-up comedian unto his own. Oh. Very funny stand-up comedian. Oh, and this is, I hate when the intros come in half an hour. No, this is when it's, this is when I'm warmed up. This is when I want to exactly. hear about myself. I, right? Right? Cold, I only, right? only want to hear about the guest at a random point during, yeah. you know, halfway through. It's just, yeah. it's well, I've started to get, I started to get insecure. I mean, we're 40 minutes into it. I was like, are they still thinking about me? You know, like, do <laughs> exactly. they know what I did? To remind, do for work? <laughs> to remind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a show of love. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. show of love. It's a, a show. show of love. It's, it's sending flowers, not on Valentine's Day. That's yeah. the real love. You know? Just for because. Yes, exactly. Um, just, 40 just for because. Our 40 uh, well, I wanted to say this story. My, <laughs> my very first, like, not my very first big show, but like a show I was really excited about was a show that Max used to host in New York called Big Terrific. And oh my God, shows in person. Oh, but anyway, I was so nervous to do that show. And I, I think I told you this story already, but like um, it was like, you know, uh, I went up and you brought me up and I you had done your set right before me. And um, not un, I don't think even unknowingly, I think not subconsciously, but consciously. I did my set and I had a lot in my set. So I just copied your cadence and I just did it in your voice. And I was like, they're going to love me because I'm going to do Max's exact voice. And I basically did a Max impression. They didn't notice and they loved it. And then you probably were done your set in three minutes because it's like a 10 minute set packed into three. I talked so quickly, especially at that time, no confidence in my punchlines. So I just was like, well, if I talk more, there'll be no time to wonder whether this is going well. You, on the other hand, a... (laughs) confident master of timing and pauses uh, because you believe in the jokes you're telling. I just squished it in. (laughs) I just squished it all in. My mouth has been open the entire confession. Because I'm like, 
I'm like, you just entered into the flow of the cadence just, of the previous performer. That's like a little bit insane. A little, it's a little bit, bit genius. Insane, but this is stand up. This is the kind of thing you sure. tricks, yeah. tricks you. Yeah, you match energy. You know, it's you're already to win it's a already crowd. in that flow. You're just getting in the, catching that wave, baby. I feel like New York comedy was all about like the integrity of your writing anyway. So there was no real emphasis put on emphasis sorry put on performance i agree like it was really all about like i remember going to open mics and people would always this is i don't know maybe a fantasy of mine but like people i felt would always give the person coming up no matter who they were like one second and be like let's see you writing is okay and then they would always be shitty and then the people would just you know rail on them but like there was i feel like if somebody came up and they were like from boston or whatever and they had some good jokes, like people would be like, okay, like they'd this give them actually, a minute. Yes, you know? I agree. Of course, unless also, they were. So wait, you're saying, case. you're saying if you, if, if the audience could kind of sniff that you already. The audience would sniff. Uh, if they already, that you're already kind of in New York, on the, well, on the like, New York. If you had More jokes. other comics, I think would be like, I'm only going to give one, one yes. second to this comic I haven't seen before. But if you were like, this guy just came in from Connecticut. He's only here for the week. Uh, let's hear his. They'd be like, they're right. like, oh, okay. It's a lesser city. They it would be like an unknown person. First time doing an open mic person, but people would give them like, they would listen to see them fail, but also to be like, I want to see the writing. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see if this person you think it is it. the writing. It totally. And, and, and I really feel like that was a true thing, at least when I was doing open mics in New York. In I think it was true, but wrong. I think we were all proven wrong of how much yeah, more didn't. important cadence and noises and point of view are yeah. than writing and everyone who was yeah. a great I writer. Moved, and then you moved up. to LA and Tignataro is just pushing a chair around and yeah. you're like, okay, whoops, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> she says really. one word a minute and so, it's demolishing. I and know. uh <laughs> I tweet for free. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> tweet for free? It hurts. It oh still hurts. God. I gram for free. It hurts. I like... Uh, Tignataro like, does comedy as though she pays to, to say words. <laughs> she's like, it's a lot more money. So she's she's budgeting, you know? She's budgeting got the two words. kids. Like a haiku. I did like a few open mics in New York. Like, stand up here is just like a hit or miss for me in the States. But I've always done it whenever I'm feeling like I want to fuck around versus like you guys who are like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Um, but it always felt kind of like, I don't know, you can kind of trick people with being yeah into laughing. I, well, <laughs> yes. I think that's good. You can kind of trick people into and laughing. And people like that who come into open mics to just kind of do stuff that don't have an interest in doing stand up per se, like they'll, they'll kind of be looked down on by comics during the show. And I'm like, sure. oh, great way to sit through this fucking ukulele shit. But like, it's good to have those people. Yeah. I'd be, be a ukulele shit. Probably. Yeah. No, I have, I had sets. I have, I plan sets. I also have come fully around where now like the comedy I like watching is specifically just like noises and movement. Like I, right truly watch Instagram videos of Sebastian Maniscalco for like hours a week and just like truly <laughs> there's no there's no writing it's just like shoulder movement and attitude and making a burrito like yeah he's like it's the just, Alvin Ailey <laughs> exactly and I'm like this is interesting and you know writing is at this point whatever yeah you can pick a different word for butt or cock or whatever but this I want to see someone <laughs> dance down the stage um throwing slices of watermelon or whatever. It would be great if Sebastian Maniscalco was like, it's movement-based. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he just was, like, really I intellectual about it. every one of these things with my neck. 
uh, if you guys were watching my video at home, I'm oh, and really doing will. the Sebastian movement. So They will. All they have to do is sign up for the Patreon. Um, there's... <laughs> Speaking of writing, a lot of this show we haven't spoken about, and we're already deep into yeah, this podcast. Wow. I'm wondering um, if there's any scenes, Max, that you were interested in seeing, because I do. Um, my name is Veronica Osorio, and my co-host is Alice Wetterland. <laughs> Thank you so much in. for being here. <laughs> if you're just tuning in. Thank you so much. Veronica, you did tell me you didn't watch. I couldn't watch it. Uh, I, watch I was, was self-taping my, 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 my two scenes. Why do they have you do eight pages to if they know five seconds in yes. that you're not the bitch? So it's like, can you just have us do four lines and then see, just do, what is the minimum you require? Uh, well, anyway, I've been taping and taping. I feel like I'm not my own. Um, so I haven't watched the episode, but I remember it clearly. It was just like... Um, I wish I had it more fresh in my head right now. Well, there is, uh, to summarize the plot, there are these four people who are differently employed at various parts. She left. There's various different like um, areas of study or whatever in the. Um, it reminds me kind of Grey's, of Grey's Anatomy where it's like, this is a teaching hospital. Um, yeah, it really had that. Yeah, it's there, so they're like there, there's like somebody who's like in medical. There's a woman who's in um, the Bajoran ladies in security. So she's under wharf. And Lavelle is in command. So he's under that's a crazy poster. Um, so he's under uh Riker essentially. Yeah. And, and then, then Torek is Torek is engineering. engineering. And he's a real kiss ass. I found Torek to be the most Torek is the Vulcan one that I found to be the most um just irritating. Yeah. He Fun like fact. didn't have a lot of redeeming. Um, no. He oh well didn't. it's charming the way you look at the world. He's just no. kind of a mean friend. <laughs> yeah. He had a good voice. He has a good voice, but he, and he makes good points, but he's like an asshole and he um, is just like a uppity and he's like a Vulcan Karen type person. <laughs> I don't know. He's sort of like the <laughs> Karen. Is, Karen. Karen. In Vulcan. Karen. I <laughs> so, was so we we were talking about speaking of scenes that I love of like the the weird other genre thing they're playing here. And there was because they're trying to like establish. It feels like. Oh, these are like lived-in co-workers. They're not perfect heroes or whatever. There's all these, like the scene where the do the young, the nurse is talking about her relationship with Crusher. Yeah. And like Crusher asks, like, how are things going with Sam? And she's like, oh, he flaked on a date. <laughs> it felt like, I was like, what am I, what? It was before I realized yeah. what they were doing. That's when I emailed you being like, what is going on? These yeah. like sitcom scenes of just like, or Grey's Anatomy, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. They're like, it's like Grey's Anatomy for sure. Um, to preamble, preamble, preamble. I think preamble is the word. This scene, it's the scene like, I feel like they're trying to show what each of the different cast members that we already know and love are like as bosses and their kind of shortcomings. But for some reason with Beverly, they're just like, she's great. She's a good yeah. friend. She boss loves her and friend, boss and friend, easy to work for, fair minded, but firm, like generous like, with promotions. Yeah. Got a bunch of beakers of various colors on her desk. <laughs> is she doing jello shots what's going on okay go ahead and I'm play sure it there. it'll be official as soon as the current crew evaluations are over she's oh, a little tired Alyssa how are things going between you and Lieutenant Powell I'm glad we got to meet Elisa a little more I think 
You think? I'm sure it's nothing, but he seems preoccupied lately. Last night, he had to cancel our date. I see. He's been putting together a research proposal. Do we ever he's meet been this really guy? Busy with it. Well, I know what that's I truly like. thought it was setting Sometimes up I a get thing. So busy with research, I Me forget too. to eat. Oh. I just wonder. <laughs> drink and drink. Yeah. You can't really ghost someone what? in the Enterprise. Sit down. Right? It's true. It's like really it's one hot. elevator. <laughs> I've never met anyone like Andrew. It's as though we've known each other forever. You do seem very well suited. Incoming. But I know that in the beginning of a romance, Wait, it's, the beginning. it's possible to be a little blind. That's weird. Not sure I know By the end of the episode. Well, yeah. Counseling a date like that, the way he's been so distant lately. Doctor, do you think those could be warning signs? That he's losing interest? Alisa, I think you're overreacting. I like Maybe that Crusher is also like a doctor of the I heart here, too. Like, you know, Andrew. the symptoms are flaking, <laughs> distance. As soon as, as soon as uh, Alisa leaves, she's going to take the little computer and narrate her own little, like, uh, I had to love her. Yeah. Dear her Space Diary. <laughs> I hope I get to marry the uh, guy I'm dating newly. By yeah. The Dear episode. Space Diary. My space date has been space canceled. <laughs> it's just like... You have to say space before everything. Is he everything. still space interested? We've <laughs> um, <laughs> known each other a week, and he's already flaked, flaked four times. Should I be worried? <laughs> we haven't even space fucked yet. Um, so that means anal. But uh, I right. wonder, too. Yeah, so it's like it's set up at the beginning of the episode that they're like barely dating. And then by the end of the episode, they're just engaged. <laughs> Spoilers, but they are. And, and you don't uh, meet him. And you never meet him. So you're just like, this guy is hey guys, weird. That's happened to me at least four times in my life. So <laughs> it's happened to me four like, times during this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting them. There's, ugh. You have other wind. That's why you can't share your screen. Yeah, It's true. <laughs> Too many proposals coming in. <laughs> I, I really thought there was going to be some gag of this Powell. Like she was finally, you were going to see her kissing him at the end. And then it was going to turn around and be like Patrick Stewart in a toupee being like, I'm running a complicated <laughs> scam on women. Things get crazy. It's hard to date as the captain. Um, my impression's getting better. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely improving. <laughs> yeah. Um, maximum impression. So Not the one, but God is me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's really good. Real Brana energy. Um, so yeah, so that's that scene. I also wanted to play the scene where uh, T- Tito Cito gets ripped Cito a new Jetsa. one by Picard. Um, that's at time code fifteen. No, at sixteen. Brutal. Sixteen minutes in, it's really brutal. She's like so excited because Picard like comes up to her in a hallway where she's guarding what she later finds out is a Cardassian um guy who's getting medical treatment and. Uh, Picard is like, come with me. And she's like, ooh, I'm so excited. I get to go to the captain. <laughs> and he goes, he takes her to her office. Ooh, I'm excited. He hasn't been in this whole episode. This whole time. Exactly. Nice <laughs> Wait, so Cito is one of the ensigns yeah. who was in the Crusher, in the Crusher episode. Yes. Yeah. Where they had that. Yeah. Yeah. And, this and is- also, there's a few things. Uh, they were actually going to uh, kill her off forever. And then they were like, oh, she actually has to come back. And uh, yeah. Sorik was originally Sorik, but then they were like, the Vulcans have T names, and then they changed it to Sorik, which is so dumb. 
But do they? Spock? <laughs> Spock, Sarek. They did like a new male male Vulcan thing where like the, their names with T. Oh, it's like understand. hurricanes. Each year they do one letter further in the alphabet or whatever. <laughs> That's probably what it is. That generation over. is T. Yeah. <laughs> Vulcans equal <Great>. Tyrone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How long have you served on board the Enterprise, Ensign? Seven months, sir. I understand that you've been recommended for the ops position. Do you think you're up to it? I do, sir. I'm not so sure. I'm concerned about your record. Sir? The incident that you were involved in at the Academy. With all due respect, that was three years ago. My record since then... Doesn't matter how long ago it was, Ensign. Would you do something like that again? I can assure you, sir, that I would never, never jeopardize lives by participating in... The daredevil stunt? I would certainly hope not. Do we ever find out exactly what, what she did? Is, Yes. That you participated in a cover-up that impeded an official investigation into the death of a cadet. Sir, I know I should have told the truth right from the start. Yes, you should. But you did. You jumped a motorcycle over a space canyon. <laughs> Instead, you joined with the others to pretend that that was simply an accident. Now, what do you think that tells me about your character? Character. character. Sir, if you had any idea what it was like after that incident... I didn't have any friends. I didn't have anyone to talk to. Because she didn't land the jump. I had to take my flight test with the instructor because no one else would be my partner. Not even the In a lot of ways, it would have been easier to just walk away, but I didn't. I stuck with it. Doesn't that say something about my character, too? Well, I'm really very sorry you didn't enjoy your time at the Academy, Ensign. Ouch. As far as I'm concerned, you should have been expelled for what you did. Quite frankly, I don't know how you made it on board this ship. You're dismissed. I so this scene so brutal. What's the purpose? <laughs> it's so brutal, and like I was, it had that thing where like when actors playing characters, the characters need to pretend, but the actors can't help but act too good. You know, yeah. they're like, "Well, I would sell it," um, and. I was like, he's never this cruel yeah. like this. I, I literally, this is a moment in the show where I was like, are they all under like a spell? Is there right. some sort of like something in the air changing? Because like Worf is so nervous and distracted yeah, by yeah, yeah. something. And there's like, because I, I didn't quite get what the tensions were. I do like how it played out. Yeah. So the obviously. next scene is basically the follow up to this scene where you're like, oh, that's why he was doing that. Um and, uh, and she comes and stands up for herself. I can't change what happened at the Academy. No one can. All I can do is work hard and try to earn the respect of the people I serve with. If you're not going to give me that chance, then I respectfully request that you transfer me to another ship. If you're looking for a more lenient commander, I don't think you'll find one. Permission to speak freely, sir? That was pretty free how you were speaking. Yeah, it's true. How much more Please free do. is it going to be? It's going to be slam poetry? <laughs> If you didn't want I me brought on one of those ship, hammocks you, you can hang so up when anywhere. I was assigned to it. <laughs> it's not your place to punish me for what I did at the Academy. I've worked hard here. My record is exemplary. If you're going to judge me, judge me for what I am now. This is not more free or less free than yes, before. I will. <laughs> she also fucked up in the opening scene. She had the target locked on when she should have kept it loose. <laughs> kept it loose. I didn't ask you here because I float it, float it until we patients for the ops position. 
I don't understand, sir. I was harsh with you because I wanted to assess you for a very important mission. A mission that could put you in a situation that would be far more unnerving than a dressing down by your commanding officer. Can I ask what that mission it's is? It's a dance-off. Join the senior officers <laughs> in the And the judges are going to be harsh. We'll discuss it then. Don't think it's going to be all nines and tens. Yes, it's... To be honest. <laughs> Space and Simon Cowell will be there. <laughs> I do know why you ended up on the Enterprise. I asked for you. Oh. I wanted to make sure that you got a fair chance to redeem yourself. I choked Thank up you, at sir. that part. Aw, you really. And well, it, I just was like, there's the sweet, fair Picard I knew. Yes, the Picard I know and love. The one we were waiting for. Exactly. I, I was very like, even with that moment, I still was feeling why I was like mean to you. Yeah. To see uh, how, how you dealt go. with being mean. <laughs> Yeah. I fucked with you because I was like, what would this be like? Basically, that's what happened. <laughs> that's basically how I live my life. I don't like how you're like, mm, I'm great. So yeah. I was like, let me fucking take her down a few pegs. You know what I'm saying? I'm the captain. <laughs> me and the boys were talking about mailing you to the enemy. And we wanted to see if you could. The enemy's going to give you a lot of lip. So... <laughs> 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 we're gonna shoot you in a cannon to some enemies so yeah. and then the rest of the time they talk to her about this about this like mission they're basically like trying so hard to tell her like you're gonna die yeah and and she's like i can't wait to fulfill my duty and i'll see you when i get back and they're like <laughs> probably not though <laughs> she's like no you i'll make you proud <laughs> Feed my chickens while I'm gone. There's five days of food. That's all we they'll need. We already I'll be gave back. your chickens away. Do you yeah. understand? Your room is given to somebody else. You're that omelet die. you're eating. <laughs> your, that chicken omelet is, is both their eggs eat. and their meat. <laughs> both their eggs. <laughs> we made them do their last few eggs and then we killed them. <laughs> we made them do their eggs. You're such a fucking country farmer, Max. You can see he's just like, do your eggs. All right, guys, time to do your eggs. Come on. Okay, enough clucking around. Time to do your eggs. Let's go. I know you got another one in there. You've only done one. Tick tock. Tick tock. You and your wife trying to conceive. I don't know. Do your eggs. Uh, Um. So yeah, basically they shoot her to the enemy and then she does die, but she's able to redeem herself, um, I guess, by dying, which is sort of yeah. fucked up. And um, then Data in his one moment is just like, um, sensors are picking up some, uh, your friend-shaped bones and <laughs> uh, not all of the bones, but a little bit of bones that definitely match uh, our friend. So. <laughs> 99% chance of Sensors bones. are reading a locket <laughs> and it says best. Yeah. And I'm looking at my ensign on the right here and it says friend. So <laughs> I'm scanning. I'm seeing, oh yeah, the back of a, a woman officer and the body's turning around and oh my God. Okay. There's no front. We only have the back. I guess those sensors are not. <laughs> Maybe I should have described it after yeah. seeing the whole picture, but yeah. here's where we are. <laughs> She's alive, is what I would have said if it wasn't just <laughs> teeth floating in space. I'm sorry I put it that way. Sir, it's teeth. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the whole thing. And I, I didn't 
I'll say this. I did not hate this episode for doing that. I thought it was actually a great situation because we if you look at it in terms of like the entirety of the canon of the show, like everybody is always sending us an away team. It's always got one ensign. That ensign always dies. So for now, at least we got to like, know. Oh my God. And those yeah. ensigns never have any lines. There was like, they did not pay to speak. They silently die. And there was so much, um, like it, it actually was like, there's four new characters. I mean, I know Cito and Torek maybe have been around, but like, that you're like, oh, she had a problem at the academy. Mm-hmm. She lost a lot of friends. She's redeeming herself. She's learning to stand up for herself. She's competing with her friend, but also like in a good way. Like they both yeah. want the best for each other. Yeah. She's willing to like so much happens. And then, you know, it's so sad. Um, they I were really- like they were trying to get her to be uh, in a future episode. Uh, Cardassian pr- prisoner. And they also like the showrunner did see like they, she, they he was like definitely she has to die and then he watched the episode and was like oh no we have to uh, yeah. not maybe not kill her please and then well it did uh, yeah and it did kill done. her in a kind of like it wasn't like they were like here's her body you know they were like it, we got reports that somebody died and it was her description which could easily be Cardassians making shit up so that she could come back in a later episode hell she can come back today. But it was also almost moving that it was like finding the remains through, like via data rather than like her falling over a railing with a laser blast shot or whatever yeah. they normally yeah. do with nameless ensigns. Um, yeah, a rock. Yeah. A pa- <laughs> She's killed by a paper mache rock. Uh. Which <laughs> And the rock shook a lot when she tripped over it. Uh, it definitely didn't seem like that heavy she, rock. When she was lying on the ground, she was breathing and the rock, you could see the rock going like up and down. <laughs> So that's <laughs> these boulders landed on her. I don't know. She should just push them off there. She should, but that's, that's on her a little bit. It's kind of I devilish. found the most emotionally affecting story of the episode to be Worf. Worf's sweet um, patronage. I don't know, like his yeah, mentorship. He loved, he loved his little Cito. Yeah. He's like little. Worf loves his Cito, you know? Um, and she's very. So d- there's a scene with them doing like um, Klingon fighting. Which is funny. Yeah, when they're in their little robes. Yeah, so little, uh, that was right before the previous scene. In their um, Kim K collection. <laughs> they just like... In their Kim K. <laughs> I have that Lunya sleep mask they're wearing while she's having to, uh, while she's having to fight blindfolded. <laughs> it's for sale on Wish. Um, but <laughs> it's, hydrate. it's hydrating. Let's go to 34 minutes um, because that's where they're in the ready room discussing like what the hell she's supposed what, to do. What's about to. And what about the God I just love the energy. Return you back across the border. Since the pod is so small, it will be difficult to detect. We'll be waiting here to pick you up. I understand, sir. Instant or emptying out your room. I don't know. Mission. Yeah. I am not we might have to pick you up pod. with a fishing net. You understand what no, I'm volunteer. saying, right? <laughs> sir. One of those claws. He certainly understand the risk <laughs> you are taking. Extendo. If you are captured... I'm Bajoran. No one knows better than I do what Cardassians do to their prisoners. I've made my decision. Farewell, Ensign. Will you report to sickbay? Dr. Crusher will explain. And Ensign Sito, I must ask you not to discuss this mission with anyone. Yes, sir. You're in the cool kids club now. And you need to write a will? 
Yeah. So this next scene is so sad, I feel like. I didn't realize she would be so young. <laughs> I wanted somebody kind of mature. Yeah. You know, closer to the end than the beginning? Jeez, seems like a waste. You don't have any ensigns that are like long in the tooth? And you haven't used her for breeding yet at all? <laughs> oh, God, that at seems all. like... <laughs> at all? He's not like even a little? At all. <laughs> the not one of you has bred her? Like Jared had mistreated me. That's a... Worf's like, oh, I Worf's so relieved. Really this. Did Crusher so, do her hair too? Mm. <laughs> I just want you to know that I really appreciate the fact that you've always had confidence. Really tuned her up. It's really brutal, like mm -hmm. black and blue. I'll see you soon. Feels like a Cardassian would know you gotta you gotta hit him in the the stomach so that you know. <laughs> You can't We're, and she's be like, accused of My one request is that I wear Eileen Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything with a waist if I'm going to be a prisoner. I want to just feel free. You want a free flow. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe a, a, a crush velvet um, if you're going to have to be taken prisoner by the Cardassians. A woman of my age needs to be up. smart about her silhouette. I learned that in the academy. <laughs> it's called a cone <laughs> heel. A um, woman my age. <laughs> so they're basically flying away and she's like so what um why are you being cool about this cardassian because as a bajoran she just does not trust cardassians and he's frankly like, why are you being cool about having not been bred <laughs> <laughs> that cardassian the the guy in the shuttle um that scene his makeup looks a little like empty like it it should have more makeup empty like it, it's makeup. lacking some because it's a full, it's a fill. Like, it changes the entire color of his face, except, like, mm -hmm. right here. Oh. He, maybe he had just eaten. That, that's a thing with Torque, <laughs> like too. like a bagel. Where this feels like they never should have released HD versions of some of yeah. this stuff, you mm -hmm. know? Where you're mm -hmm. like, ooh, you definitely tested this on a 14-inch Toshiba or Skyler whatever. Skylar suggested but. that he had ribs. He might have looked that up <laughs> in the uh, fandom, fan wiki. It was ribs day at <laughs> Crafty. <laughs> Oh my god, two racks. I shouldn't have gone back. <laughs> One was enough. Um so that is that episode. Uh I any takeaways? Um I think I've already summarized my admiration for this one. Fuck, I love it so much. I wish there was more. Basically, I wish there was more episodes like this, and there are in uh Discovery. Discovery's kind of like a whole show that's this. I I will say as much as I loved the like oh, it's so cool to be with these people who are not the normal heroes and have these insecurities. Mm -hmm. um, it felt like a show about the like workers written by the bosses where it's yeah. where kind of for all their dilemmas they have, they're just like, I wish this smart, great guy would just notice me. And I just don't <laughs> like, I worry that this, he's so smart and great. He's busy. And maybe that's like, it's my fault. And, like yeah. that, none of the issues are like, well, Riker's kind of a jerk, I feel, or he's this. Except it's all <clears throat> Riker does get called out on him being a dipshit by Troy You're while right. they're playing, which I do love. My other favorite character of this episode is, um, is the, the guy who works at the, um, <laughs> Wh uh, the guy who calls him Will. Something. Will. Yeah. The guy who works with them, uh, he, he works in, he's just a civilian and so he works in 10 forward and he's not military or whatever. So he's like, I can just go 
hang out with whoever I want. It's really rad. And you start to realize like, hey, we've never gotten to speak to any of the people that wear those weird jester costumes that work at 10 forward. And uh, B, it's probably the coolest job to have on the Enterprise, except for the fact that like you didn't sign up for this and you're constantly getting shot. Yeah, yes. And what a complicated arrangement to be like, well, basically Starfleet... um, uh, has a contract with a catering company. So I'm an employee with benefits of the catering company. And uh, they outsource to Space Cater. Yeah. And Space like Cater, ship. the benefits. But it's like also crazy because like, I wonder if one of those guys like at 10 Forward, if he dies in a weird standoff that happens in 10 Forward way too often, does he get like a military burial? Right. Right. Like, they just wrap him the... in saran wrap and throw him back at Earth or whatever. <laughs> Hope it <laughs> makes it there. Hope, yeah. Fingers crossed. Hope he makes it to the cafeteria in the sky. Well, it's all sky, <laughs> so he does. Okay. I really liked the moment. It was ridiculous, but actually that was when, when I emailed you and said, like, and now I'm kind of crying at this episode, it was the moment where this bartender server character sweetly makes up the most nonsense first thought lie to Worf, which is, um, I oh. need to move this table. You can move to that empty seat that over there. That was the best. So that's 42 minutes in. Let's see. 42, 49, whatever, 43 minutes. And uh, yeah, so basically all of um, Ensign Sito's friends are sitting around being like, whew, <laughs> this was a day. And uh, basically in grief. No space chess tonight. Um, yeah, no space chess tonight, no space poker. And, uh, Worf is just sitting by himself. Kind of sad. He's got a window seat. It's a sad two top, but he does have a view of space. (laughs) Command only. Yeah. (laughs) I bet they have shitty, like, paper reserved signs on those tables. Ugh. (laughs) So annoying. I just got promoted. Congratulations. Thanks. Just doesn't feel right. For all this I know, this guy's never happy. She was gonna get the promotion instead of me. You shouldn't feel that way, Sam. She would have been happy for you, Sam. The best way to remember her would remember. be to excel in your new position. Remember, he was on Friends. He went to high school with Monica oh and Rachel. The best way to remember her is to learn Excel. <laughs> oh, I can't. I've been working on it. It's the year 2040, and I cannot. It's going to try to convert everything Excuse to a me, date. Sir, but, but I need to move this table. There's nothing to do about that. So oh, cute. Wonder. There's an empty seat over there. Why can't I just stand up and then go sit down when you finish moving the table? <laughs> I oh. appreciate what you are trying to do. But it is not appropriate. It, it really isn't. You yeah, were her friends. I want to look at space. I was only her commanding officer. Sir? I happen to know that she considered you a friend. Friend. Worf. (laughs) Friend. His mustache is extra twirled today. He's been nervously twirling for days. They all get up. (laughs) It's like the and the server comes over to be like, sit down. (laughs) <laughs> the server is just like a Latina mom. Yeah. She could you sit here, you make friends. Would you all like to scream with me? <laughs> Would you engage in a rock <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we all hold hands and then squeeze each other's bones. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, we like to talk about things she liked. Um, mm. So that was really sweet. What a good app. Really good app. And Solid now app. she didn't come back in any before the end of the series. She's. I mean, no. I mean, it's, we're really close to the end of the series. Oh, so okay. no. Yeah. And she didn't come back in this series. Who knows? She might have come back in Deep Space Nine, but I think Veronica's done some deep digging and has shown that she has not. I don't think so. I, but it's not clear to me at this point. Um, it is unclear. I think that she didn't come back. I think they, they did plan a plot for her in DS9. And they just try, they tried, but I, I don't think they didn't have time for the rest of whatever. Let's see. Uh, we can't let her stay dead. We got to bring her back. And then they say... She was great, by the way. The actress who played Sito. I liked her a lot. Me too. I liked her little voice. She should have a singing career. Oh, yeah. The Cardassian prison one was never produced, but it became the basic premise for a Deep Space Nine episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Called it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I wonder what she's up to now. Well, we'll never know. Yeah. She died in enemy space. <laughs> yeah, she died uh, in uh, shooting in Canada. <laughs> okay, enemy space. I wish when Picard had given his little announcement, like, did that go over to all of Starfleet? Is that like you're sleeping in a different part of space and Picard is just like to all Starfleet? I think you just read it on the logs. Like something comes in on, on, on the like space newsletter. Or whatever. Okay, like, so if, you're, if your mutifi- notification's muted, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you like, if you're on Do Not Disturb, right, it doesn't show until the morning. I'm trying to get a little work done. And you're like, oh, great, and all space Twitter is like, oh, <laughs> it's so hard to get work done when you're looking at your tricorder every every sixty seconds for new. <laughs> see who died. It's true, and people are like, I got to put my tricorder in another room. Tributes, and they're like, didn't even know her. Um. All right, Max, uh, thank you for being here. Thanks Are for having you... me on this emotional uh, sweet episode. <laughs> did you, did you cry? Did you did cry a little bit? You did did cry you get a little? Me. I teared up at the wharf, the proof wharf of, moment. Proof of cry email. Yeah. At the wharf, at the wharf, uh, alone in the window moment. When he was like, I can't be friends with them. I'm then they're like, you are her friend. And it would be cool him. to play um, like over the wharf scene, that song from that friends episode. That's like, uh, oh, it's the U2. <laughs> uh which you two song um are you allowed to sing one oh yeah we are we are allowed to sing on this show no copyright. one love <laughs> yeah. one thing happen forever i mostly know that song because of do you remember i think it's been fully taken down from the internet but it went viral many years ago a bank of america employee <laughs> singing like a guy who looks just like a Bank of America VP singing at a company meeting a version of that song with a guitar player, but it's about one card. They had like they had introduced some sort of like debit slash credit all in one thing, and it's like one card. It clearly like a a bank VP who had secretly you know karaoke guy his whole life and changed some lyrics, and it's um, so brutal. I'm, I'm googling right now because <laughs> one uh, cover. Bank that is that is a real life like video that um definitely been it's taken. here oh you're oh, right yes. it has been taken down 
Cringe. Why do you think? Video unavailable. <laughs> Maybe YouTube was Why like, is it's that too more good. Funny? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I actually see. Oh, it's David Cross did a cover. So that stayed. And that it's stayed one up. bank, one card, one name that's known all over the world. One spirit. We get to share it. Leading you, us all to higher standards. I found the lyrics, so I just. You actually. All right, maybe I can uh, share a sound for this. Oh, yeah. Do we'll you like the Cowboys or your university? Because you could get whatever you wanted printed on the card. <laughs> Do you like the Yankees or is NASCAR more your speed? It is even better. <laughs> Now the world is the same. Two great companies got together. Now, and then me and A is B of A. And it's one bay, one car, one name that's known all over the world. One spirit, we get to share it. This was so Thank fun. You. Thanks, guys. This was so fun to have you here. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.